So I would say sugar makes us more crazy than our hormones, but hormones make us make us who we are. So girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Mood swings, irrational behavior, rage from out of nowhere, and that monster within starts rearing its ugly head. What is happening to my body and mind? Man, and is it, is it possible that, you know, it's hormones? Could it be hormonal and not bipolar behavior? Oh my gosh, this is a topic of interest. I know you're going to want to listen in. And it's not just for my women listening. It is for the guys in the audience too. And with that said, I'm going to give you guys a key tip and some things not to say <laughs> to your loved one, especially when there are hormonal crises. Welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. I'm Dr. Anna Kabeka, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today to talk about this topic. And it's somewhat vulnerable and um, completely honest with you. On the day of this recording, it is actually my son's 17th, would be my son's 17th birthday. So it is my son's 17th birthday, but he is in heaven celebrating it. And I have to admit, I did kind of celebrate with buying a new car. Okay, I needed a new car, new used car, and, um, and uh, did a little retail therapy, maybe a little lot retail therapy. But, you know, that boost oxytocin and satisfied a couple needs there. Needed a car, got a car, and so excited about that. And I'll tell you why that's a therapeutic uh, practice. However, not if it's stretching the bank account, yes, paid cash, and not extending any credit or, or drama there. However, doing things you enjoy, certainly shopping, giving authentically, all those are oxytocin increasing behaviors, and those are authentic um, and healing. And all right, maybe no bin shopping in the future, but let's analyze why we're doing what we're doing. So with that said, I'm, you know, um, in a very, you know, today always on my son's birthday and his angel day, especially are two days of the year that I allow myself, whatever, you know, I close off most of the rest of the world and, um, and really try to touch base and meditate and connect and do something fun with my children to celebrate my son's life, uh, the short life that he did have and what a blessing it is to be, uh, to have had him in physical presence for the time that we did and energetic presence for the rest of our lives. And so, and, and that's a really important um, day. It's a really important day for us as a family that we connect and, and do something really fun together. Fun, 
is therapeutic. Again, increases oxytocin, decreased cortisol, but creating traditions on these two special days a year, especially my son's birthday, that we can celebrate, celebrate together, celebrate his life and celebrate our lives as a family. And um, because of the journey that I had through um, the loss of my son, Garrett, uh, in 2006, that took me on a journey um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and always took me on a journey that made me dig deep. It took me to my knees, as you can imagine. It took me, I went to the pits of hell. I know what it feels like to want to die, to lay in bed. And I remember crying before I even opened my eyes because I'd have to face another day. And I didn't know how I'd be able to put my feet on the floor. And, and when I did, it hurt. Everything hurt. Um, I write about this certainly in my book, The Hormone Fix, and I tell you more about my journey, and I'm not going to go into it today, but it is a journey that took me around the world looking for answers to try to understand how, um, you know, one, how to live after such loss and such grief and how to heal physically and emotionally because the trauma, the stress put me into an early menopause and I was diagnosed with early infertility and I wasn't you know, I failed the highest doses of injectable fertility meds and talk about hormone swings. When you're on those fertility meds, whoo, that is extreme hormonal swings for sure. So, um, and I had no ovarian response to those high levels of injections. And so I share this with you today to tell you that, yes, I'm, you know, triple boarded OBGYN, a researcher, a scientist before I ever went to med school. And I am a clinician because I, you know, I love the clinical and I'm very intuitive where working with 10,000, over 10,000 women one-on-one, -on -one, really being able to uh, listen to and listen to their stories. And, and once through my own journey, being able to relate on an entirely different level than I was as my white coat stethoscope wearing, still was, still am, physician, but really being able to relate on an on a energetic level as well in, in so many ways emotionally. And all this to say that our hormones can play havoc with our moods and physiology drives behavior. It is so true, but also behavior can improve our physiology. Good behavior improves our physiology Unhealthy behaviors and choices can destroy our physiology. So there are so many times during a woman's life where we have these hormonal fluctuations. And certainly there's, there's PMS, the two, one, two weeks can be for some women, two weeks before their period starts or from ovulation onward is that window where PMS occurs, but usually the five days before the period starts. Now, we, we're going to fix that. And the other time is in this hormonal transition of, of menopause. Now, when we have had post-traumatic stress, when we have had adverse childhood experiences, ACEs for short, when we have had those, we do menopause less well. 
we are more tend to be more symptomatic. And if you consider like, you know, our hormonal milieu, a, a, you know, a, a pressure cooker, so to speak, Instapot pressure cooker, we got all these hormones. And then in this transition phase, our body's changing. Well, our neuroprotective hormone progesterone is kind of the lid to this pot of hormones under pressure. You add that pressure, increase that pressure, and you add in extra stress. Stress depletes your progesterone. Cortisol depletes your progesterone. And then with declining ovarian reserve as we age, 35 to 55, that decline in progesterone, man, it's like taking the lid off this pressure cooker. So that's the physiology behind often this rage, this um, mood swings. And I, I've heard many guys because I've been dating and single now for uh, going on 11 years, but say, yeah, my ex-wife was bipolar. And what age range? Typically, it's in the 40s. I hear it all the time. Yeah, she was bipolar. She had terrible mood swings, rage, never wanted to have sex anymore and all this stuff. I mean, there are two people, part of that equation. But let me tell you, you know, bipolar or hormonal? That's a really important question. We need to address the underlying physiology. And this was really kind of brought into mainstream media um, in December 2018. There was an excellent article bringing this, you know, opening the discussion that was published in The Cut, um, a feature of the New York Times magazine called Listening to Estrogen. It was published on December 21, 2018. And... Um, and it's a really important discussion into this second peak of age where tend to see more psychoses or schizophrenia. And that's an extreme, but they had to be really, really careful in talking about this because we have battled our hormones all our life. And, you know, we want to avoid the stereotype of, um, the notion that hormones make them crazy, you know, like hormones make women crazy. And it's an important discussion to have. So do hormones make us crazy? Yes. And do guys sometimes make us crazy too? Absolutely. One of my uh, um, favorite things to tell men are there are certain things you should not say to your sweetheart, um, especially when she's hormonal, like, you know, things like, honey, your hormones may be off. Oh, is it that time of the month? I can tell your period's coming, you know, or you're awesome, except for those few days every month, right? And I was jogging with a, a girlfriend of mine. She's in her mid forties now. And she said, you know, I, I love my husband all month, except let me tell you, just like, you know, it's like at certain times, he's like, so it so irritates me, you know, his, his laundry on the floor and, you know, uh, leaves the kitchen counter a mess. And there's other times it doesn't bother me, but like, oh gosh, I could just kill him when I was trying to leave the house this morning. And I was like, oh, when's your period due? Oh, well, it's due in about three or four days. I'm like, huh. <laughs> So let me get you on my Mighty Maca Plus and start you on some progesterone cream. It sounds like that will help, you know, uh, help maybe you address some positive changes that need to be made in his behavior. But, um, you know, that 
kind of confusion. It's like, normally it doesn't bother me, but, oh, you know, it just pissed me off or, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I, I can handle most things until, until this time. And, and it's so true. I had a conversation over dinner just recently with another really nice couple, both in there. Uh, she's in her, her mid to late forties and he's in his early fifties. And uh, he said, you know, sometimes she just has this rage. I mean, it's not just anger and being pissed off. It's absolute rage. And it really just started over a year ago. And um, no sex drive, no desire and just tremendous rage. And, and, you know, I know she loves me, but, and I'm like, yeah, she goes, I don't know where it comes from. We're having this dinner conversation. I'm like, do you want him to leave the table so you can tell me the truth? She goes, honest to God, you know, nothing's really changed. It just, I go off the chart sometime. Well, our progesterone is integrally, our hormones are integrally related to our neurotransmitters. And this is an important concept to understand because often we don't realize that. But yes, our hormones are integratedly related to our neurotransmitters. And I've been talking on this topic for over 12, 13 years now and first lectured on it in, in 2009 to an international um, um, at the Institute of Functional Medicine in Orlando, Florida for a large meeting. And I talk about how, you know, estrogen, you know, the combination between, like these are the, the combination hormones to neurotransmitters, progesterone and GABA. So progesterone is our reproductive hormone. It is the main hormone that all our hormones are made from. It is made from cholesterol. Progesterone can be uh, go downstream to cortisol or go downstream to DHEA and then to estrogen and testosterone. So our reproductive hormones. In times of stress, reproductive hormones are sacrificed to make life-saving hormone cortisol, okay? So again, neuroprotective, important for brain function, memory function, and related to the neurotransmitter, essential for the neurotransmitter GABA. GABA is the uh, neurotransmitter of calm and ease. And I always say, think of the rock group ABBA and the musical Mamma Mia, and then it's like, oh, it's that feel-good hormone, right? GABA is a feel-good hormone. You know, we use gabapentin or GABA at night to help us relax and go to sleep. We use progesterone at night because it converts to allopregnenolone to stimulate GABA production and helps us relax and chill. And it's a, you know, use it in postpartum depression naturally way to help and safest way to help um, with, with that as well. So uh, progesterone is just an essential and, and critical, crucial mother hormone and um, affects our, our calm, our ease. And, and that's critical, especially when we strive. Biblically, there's the quote, to experience the peace that surpasses all understanding. And as I relate back to my trauma and my uh, second menopausal transition where I experienced a tremendous amount of, of mood swing, irritability, and, and um, uh, we'll, we'll say some rage, you know, a couple of teenagers at home and uh, we won an elementary school and near bankrupt. Uh, I closed my office and, and um, you know, all those tra transitions that were happening at that time, there's a lot going on there. Um, it, you know, it's, it's quite interesting to see how the journey has been. And when we allow 
fear. You know, when you've had PT, you know, post-traumatic stress, you've had a tremendous trauma, you know, it is natural, certainly, to experience the negative, experience the fear, experience the worrisome symptoms. And, and for me, it was that sleeplessness, three hours a night sleep, fear, you know, could, you know, would something else happen to any of my other children? Could, you know, and just the constant hypervigilance until I really had to switch the energy to do things that increased oxytocin and supported my natural progesterone. So certainly hormones, but as I write in The Hormone Fix, my first book is The Hormone Fix. The second one is Keto Green 16, must reads, both of them. And, um, but as I write in The Hormone Fix is that it takes more than hormones to fix our hormones. It really does. It takes more than hormones to fix our hormones. So, so oxytocin is that hormone, the most powerful hormone in our body, the hormone of love and connection. It's the most alkalinizing hormone and energetically positive hormone. So with positive thoughts and gratitude and prayer and meditation and, you know, doing things that allowing yourself to have fun and, and partake in pleasurable activities and enjoy your, your friends and your life and just and continue to focus on things that make you smile and do things that increase oxytocin, playing with your pet, you know, laughing, playing on a playground, you know, certainly intimacy and sex and massage and facials. And as I mentioned earlier, okay, shopping with your girlfriends, that's all of that. That's a good oxytocin boost too. Um, enjoying people that you love. So there are healthy oxytocin increasing activities and there are unhealthy ones too. But, um, you know, what we really want to focus on is, is the balancing of our hormones and, you know, supporting progesterone. We support progesterone. Certainly we do with bioidentical hormones, but I typically start with Mighty Maca Plus because maca and the other 30 superfoods that are um, combined in Mighty Maca Plus together and this formula really are adaptogenic and really help the overdrive and the burnout. So the hyper and the burnout, but we've seen increases in your body's natural production of progesterone as well as DHEA. So it's important, but it's not just in a pill, a potion, or a product. We want to do the lifestyle activities and behaviors and, you know, and, and the, adding the lifestyle that's going to support lowering cortisol and optimizing oxytocin. So that's first and foremost. And then the other supplements that we add, you know, is just... It's just part of it. It's just part of it. So when we are experiencing these, these you know, uh, mood swings and um, PMS and perimenopause mood disorders, it's, it's really like a function of, of what's going on with our hormones. So I mentioned that progesterone is to GABA, you know, is related to GABA and that hormone of uh, calm, the neurotransmitter of calm and ease and, you know, ah, that relaxation feeling, right? So progesterone is essential for that neurotransmitter GABA. Now, estrogen is essential for the neurotransmitter serotonin. So as we go through perimenopause, estrogen starts to decrease and estrogen, uh, with that, we can see a decline in serotonin. Now, most of our serotonin is made in our GI tract. 
you know, more than in our brain, it is made in our GI tract. That is why the microbiome is so important. And the combination of the greens to keto and keto green is so critically important. The more diverse bacteria we have in our gut, the healthier our gut bacteria or microbiome is. And that's crucial to understand. The other thing as estrogens dipping in this perimenopause state and serotonins dip in, the brain's ability to use glucose for fuel is also declining. So we see this kind of starvation effect, the brain fog, the memory loss. And with estrogen and progesterone both, but gluconeogenesis in the brain, the brain's ability to use glucose for fuel is estrogen dependent. So no wonder we're having brain fog. No wonder we're having mood swings. No wonder we're having a decline in estrogen decline in brain fuel, right? And a decline in serotonin, which is the hormone of the neurotransmitter that helps with mood stabilization. When serotonin levels are low, we have increased anxiety. When we have an impaired GI tract, impaired gut, we have increased anxiety. And don't forget this gut bacteria is essential for healthy estrogen metabolism. So it's not just enough to, to supplement with estrogen. We need to know how it's being metabolized in our body. And there's the estrobolome bacteria within our gut to do that either safely or unhealthfully. And that's why I put these ingredients together in the book as well as supplements together to help our, our, our gut microbiome, to support our gut microbiome to do things as healthfully as possible and keep that microbial diversity. And that's, you know, that is game changing. So when serotonin, you know, so you have estrogen, lower levels of estrogen, lower levels of serotonin, add in this low progesterone. So you've got less of the calm and ease and you've got more anxiety with the decrease in serotonin. And you're, you know, you're, it's like that lid to the pressure cooker is off. Do you guys are kind of, kind of seeing my, my imagery here, my mental imagery of this pressure cooker, the lid goes off. Um, been there, done that. So, so serotonin. And, and the other thing is like, this is why in this PMS time, you're, um, often prescribed a SSRI, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. That's what that stands for, SSRI. That's Prozac, Zoloft, you know, Celexa, I mean, that, that class of medications. And so what's happening? Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It is blocking receptor sites. So your body thinks there's more serotonin available. But as you, you know, haven't done anything to increase your body's ability to make serotonin, like heal the gut, add in some 5-hydroxytryptophan, 5-HTP for short, and some B6. I love the combination of 5-HTP and B6 to support healthy serotonin production. You got to clean the gut up. So you're blocking these receptors, but not increasing anything, not doing anything to increase your body's natural production of serotonin. Well, then what happens? You need to block more and more receptor sites. So that's why after a while, you need a higher dose of the SSRI, a higher dose of the SSRI. So in the functional medicine world, and as we work to empower our body to heal itself, we always address the gut first because we know we've got to heal the gut. We're going to have healthy serotonin. We're going to improve it and like adding in the essentials of the keto green lifestyle during perimenopause, menopause, and beyond. I mean, that is critical for 
willpower. It's critical for being grounded. It's critical for clarity and memory because ketone use, if we're not using glucose, if we're starving our body from glucose, then we will use ketones. Well, the use of ketones for fuel is not hormone dependent. And that is game changing. Let me tell you, when you shift to the keto grain way of life. And so, um, and that's why, and that's why. Now the third neurotransmitter that I want to talk to you about is dopamine. Well, dopamine is that like, you know, novelty seeking behavior. When dopamine's high, novelty seeking behavior, interest in sex, interest in doing new, new things, you know, just, you know, energetic. Um, well, every time we, you know, it's attention grabbing. So, dopamine spikes every time that phone goes off. My phone's silenced. It's silenced. The only people that get to interrupt, like ping my phone are my children. And, um, and that's a crucial thing to, to do, to clean up the distractions in your life. Cause that's, that's dopamine, that social media, click, 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 dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. Well, to have healthy levels of dopamine, we also need healthy levels of testosterone. So testosterone is necessary for healthy dopamine. And that is a crucial combination too. So often what happens when you go to the testosterone clinic, men, for instance, will get high levels of testosterone, really super physiologic levels. I think that's a sweet spot when we look at lab values for men between 600 and 900, for women, you know, between 90 and 150 serum levels of testosterone. But for men, they get up to sometimes over a thousand. And uh, often the high levels of testosterone will increase dopamine, will increase that novelty seeking behavior. So, um, you know, novelty seeking behavior and also the high testosterone, maybe there's some more rage in there, but the combination, maybe that leads to, you know, trying new things, trying new people, you know, really have to pay attention to that. I had a client in my practice because I deal, I always like to, when I'm working with uh, a couple, a woman to, to work with the, who's married to work with the couple and vice versa. If I'm working with a man, I want to address the wife as well to work with them as a couple because it's critically important that you balance the hormones together in, in that they're in sync, right? So, um, so yeah, so I mean, gosh, because, you know, I, so often guys are start to, you know, in the 50s, they start to lose, they may be starting to lose erectile function, right? First red flag sign and symptom of cardiovascular disease. So we want to get that addressed. But we, um, and then the, he's like, hey, honey, you know, he goes out, got, gets his testosterone shot, gets his Viagra, and he co comes home and says, hey, honey, look what I brought home. He's got this great big erection. Well, you know, if she's not using Jolva, she may have significant issues, dryness, discomfort, and you know, during or after or consequences after sex. Now that whole, this whole discussion, I'll leave for another podcast. I certainly have a whole vaginal health chapter in my book, The Hormone Fix, but, and I, I love this topic. So I talk about it all, a lot. So if things are coming up for you and you've got questions, remember you can ask or tell me anything. If you go to dranna.com forward slash show, you can type in a question right there. So that's at dranna.com forward slash show. And it, all this is in the show notes. So but you can ask or tell me anything and that'll give me some great, great uh, uh, questions to answer in another, another podcast. 
so, you know, so this elevated testosterone can lead to this dopamine, dopamine seeking behavior and vice versa. As our testosterone depletes, what I heard from women time and time again, as well as men, but I've, I've lost my edge. I have no desire for sex. I can't compete in the workplace. I'm exhausted. I'm not increasing, you know, my, my muscle mass anymore. My, you know, um, gym workouts have been declining and I not, I'm not sleeping well, I'm fatigued, all of these things. And that relates to low testosterone, but also low dopamine, low dopamine, the lack of desire to want to do anything. And that's, that's a really red flag. So, you know, um, the, these hormonal shifts that, that happen, we have to address in a very holistic way. Certainly it's the, the, keto green lifestyle and um, using bioidentical hormones as indicated. And I'll give you some tips, but I want to say some things, you know, um, uh, you know, that as we're, you know, as when our hormones are shifting, recognize that your body's sending out a cry for help, that there is something that you can do about it and you don't have to suffer. And it's not just you know, powering through this time of life, and it's eventually going to get better, you know, what casualties are left in our path in that type of mindset, right? There are something that all of us can do. And the earlier we start, the better, but it's never too late. There's something all of us that can do to help. Deborah thought she'd never be able to enjoy sex again until she tried Jolva, my all-natural anti-aging cream for your delicate feminine parts. She had tried all sorts of herbs and oils and even estrogen, but nothing worked as well as Jolva to rejuvenate her feminine bits and bring fireworks back into the bedroom. Well, find Jolva at dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. So I will say, guys, you know, avoid saying those things that, um, that, you know, hey, honey, is it your hormones? Because it really does piss us off. And then I always tell them, you will most likely avoid hearing things like, my hormones are making me crazy because you have pissed them off. Or honey, the couch misses you. Time to stay there for a few nights. And then just, you know, sobbing. As I heard from this couple I had dinner with the other day, said, you know, she probably cried, you know, five times in the 17 years that I've known her. But over the last six months, I've seen her crying on a regular basis. And it's so much depression. And it's, it's devastating. It's devastating for the couple. What's the answer, right? So let me tell you, I know, I know PMS, perimenopause, these mood swings do not feel good. And, um, you know, it's that time where we do feel more anxious, depressed, you know, may feel more exhausted and sleep less. There are over 200 symptoms alone associated with premenstrual syndrome alone and perimenopause. So I always tell my clients, if you only hate your husband two weeks a month, it's probably not your husband. It's most likely your hormones and maybe your husband, of course, he's got some blame in everything. But, you know, really, if you only hate your husband two weeks a month, it's not your husband, it's your hormones. As I told you about my, my friend with her times of the month that she's really pissed off at her husband. But it's so true. And let me tell you, from um, dating and, and just listening to guys' stories, of course, look, I am a 
a divorced single mom, and I've, I've heard a lot of things, and I've experienced a lot from both being a physician of women for all these years, and um, relationships are so important, and healthy relationships is what life is made of, right, is what at the end of the day, we want to look around and see the family that we've created, the love and joy, and having children, grandchildren, friends, you know, our community around us supporting those you supported and those that have supported you. It's a, it's a give and take and um, it's, it's critical. So I want to share a few ways for all of you to bring back the joy, whether uh, premenstrually in perimenopause or menopause and beyond in any time you're suffering from anxiety and, and, dis and depression, you really want to do these, these key tips. And here's six tips to balance your hormones in, in PMS and perimenopause and menopause. So a good night's sleep. So we want to do have a good night's sleep always. And that is seven to nine hours of sleep. So a couple things you can do is create, I would say a good night's sleep starts in the morning with your morning routine. You got to change things up. But having a relaxing nighttime ritual is critical. And that means, you know, turn you off your electronics. The earlier, the better, right? Blue light using blue light blocking glasses. And I will put them on because if you're watching me on YouTube, at my YouTube channel at The Girlfriend Doctor, you will see my night really, uh, these are my after 8 p.m. or after 9 p.m. if I have to work on the computer, um, blue light blocking glasses. So they're, they're red, but typical ones are um, yellow or orange tinted, but De Defender Shield, uh, company Defender Shield, is a great company that makes good blue light blocking glasses, but there are so many available now. So do that and meditation that can help. Meditation and stretching before you get into bed to relax your muscles. That um, is great. An Epsom salt bath with lavender, if that relaxes you, you wanna assess, especially when you're using essential oils, what, what makes you feel good? How is your body reacting to the energy of that essential oil? And, and how do you feel relaxed? Is it chamomile that makes you feel relaxed? Is it the lavender? Is it rose? What is it that just helps you chill or, or none of the above? Um, the other thing is supplements. So in the perimenopause and menopause, my balance cream, my progesterone and pregnenolone, of course, there's some great anti-aging ingredients in there too, or a progesterone cream or a prescription of progesterone. Oral progesterone is only available by prescription and there's bioidentical oral progesterone that's available now widely. And typically 200 milligrams at night. Um, and you want to do it the from when you're in, having PMS symptoms from a day or two after ovulation to day 28 or the day um, before you start your cycle, that's a good time to use progesterone. And if you're postmenopausal, typically, if you're not, don't have your periods or don't have a uterus, you can use uh, progesterone, um, you know, five or six days a week, take one or two days a week off or the first through the 25th of every month and take a few days off each month. It helps your body reset and stay, um, receptors stay active and sensitive to progesterone. And also you're not shutting down the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So that's key. I also supplement with melatonin. It is, um, uh, you know, in my formula, uh, my snooze formula, 
and I use a sublingual three milligram, you can start at a half a dose. You don't need that much. And often some clients feel it helps them sleep better when they take it around sunset as opposed to right before bedtime. And that's beneficial. My nightcap supplements, if they should be released by the time this is aired or, or soon, but it has a combination of adaptogens in it and uh, support for your body. So the nightcap formula has um, maca in it as well. And it is just, and some sour cherry and some key antioxidants that can really help and work together to calm down cortisol and help you get a really good night good night, restorative sleep and work while you're sleeping, not just to help you relax and get into a deep increased REM sleep, but to also be um, rejuvenating while you're sleeping and helping you uh, repair and restore. So that's the combination that I put together in nightcaps. It has magnesium in it as well. I often supplement with my, mag uh, my magnesium formula on my website as well. And that is my better brain and sleep formula. And my melatonin is call it a night. Uh, that's the sublingual melatonin and the magnesium is better brain and sleep and the newly released nightcaps, the combination of, of superfoods and um, adaptogens to help you really get a good night's sleep. So that's a powerful combination. So getting that good night's sleep is, is so critical to filling our tank. And I will say resentment is lack of, I've heard this said, my friend Jen Landa told it to me. She said, resentment is lack of self-care. And that is so true. So the biggest thing that we can do for self-care is make sure we honor this time that, that we do sleep. And again, especially in perimenopause and menopause, you know, using uh, like Mighty Maca Plus to help your body naturally improve your progesterone levels as well as supplementing with progesterone um, such as the balance cream are beneficial the second thing is get keto green the dietary changes that we make is going to improve our willpower and our physiology so it's adding things to support your body's natural and healthy detoxification of estrogen like in, and help the gut microbiome that's the green part of the keto and breaking up with that bad boyfriend that old toxic relationship with sugar we have to to now more than ever break up with sugar, get into our keto green lifestyle with intermittent fasting, no more snacking, healthy, stable blood glucose levels, because all of that also boosts our immune system, but it is also brain power. We'll make better decisions. We're not going to have those mood swings, those highs and lows that are so integrally related to um, our highs and low spikes in sugar. And we don't, we don't want that right? We do not want that because that just makes us crazier. So I would say sugar makes us more crazy than our hormones, but hormones make us, make us who we are. So the third is I'm going to just give you a treat to just indulge in some good dark chocolate. I love dark chocolate. And uh, I recently came across this women owned brand. Um, and I was eating this one. It's a JCO, J, the JCO, JCO uh, company, JCoCo. And I was eating this Middle Eastern spice one last night. I loved it. It's called Baharat, Boharat, Middle Eastern spice, has black peppercorn, cumin, cinnamon, and cloves and dark chocolate. I mean, it doesn't that sound amazing, but dark chocolate can really help. Um, <laughs> and it's rich in antioxidants and can help, especially with PMS at the time of your period. The fourth is, um, you know, the 
really schedule in some playtime. I think it's so important to schedule in some playtime for yourself that increases oxytocin. So just take a moment right now and think, what brings a smile to your face? What makes you really happy? Who in your life makes you happy? Like when you're around them, you just can't help but laugh and smile when it's a good time and you leave their company feeling like, oh my gosh, this was so great. I can't wait till we get to do this again. And think too, what are things you do in your life that you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. I can't wait to do this again. Last weekend, I uh, hauled the horses up to um, Denton, Texas, north of Dallas, and my daughter, and we met one of her friends, also a fellow equestrian and barrel racer, and um, her mom. And her mom, Lisa, and I hiked, and Elisa and Ava Marie, my daughter, rode the horses through the woods and they were laughing and giggling and we were just laughing and giggling and hiking and just enjoying our time in nature away from everything walking around a cool lake in the woods and and horses dogs you name it it was just an incredible time that's just in nature with friends laughing and playing with animals that we love and um that's oxytocin there's like quadruple oxytocin boosting right there. So think about, huh, I need to do that more often. Restoring hormones, uh, these hormones of connection really help balance the feelings of isolation and loneliness and will naturally increase our serotonin and dopamine and will keep you happier and calm. And that's really key. So um, part of, and then number five, nourishing yourself. Nourishing yourself, well, I'll say the keto green way, I mentioned that, but in these factors that are lifestyle rich, so that we're not giving from an empty cup, that we are, you know, we, we come from a place of fullness or being, or overflowing. And now more than ever, nourishing yourself so that you're enjoying the foods that you're eating, especially those healthy fats, part of the keto green lifestyle and avoiding things that you know destroy you, such as, um, for me, it's certainly there's no snacking and no dairy. And then adding in the things that help support our gut microbiome, so probiotic-rich and fermented foods, and that's, that's a key, key, um, key aspect. So, and then six is supplementation. So I mentioned progesterone above, but also supplementing with, um, herbal, herbal combination. And so that's one of the combinations that I love, of course, number one, Mighty Maca Plus. I mean, that's foundational. Two things I would tell patients, Omega-3 and Mighty Maca Plus. If there's only two supplements, those are the two that you need. And then I would add on with PMS, you know, additional, additional um, herbal support for, you know, balancing our female hormones and helping symptoms of PMS and perimenopause and support estrogen detoxification, especially in my breast cancer patients. I mean, it's critical to have this combination. So Zenful, which helps to ease hot flashes and mood swings, um, has biologically active folate and other key methylation vitamins, which are necessary because over 10, 15% of us are poor methylators, have MTHFR defects. And so um, the adding methylation into our hormonal support really makes this a powerful combination. And additionally, helps to balance, you know, um, xenoestrogen activity. I mean, we get exposed to so many hormone disruptors and um, 
estrogen disruptors. And so we want to eliminate them safely from our body. So included in Zenful is like Vitex, which is so good for balancing, you know, menstrual cramps with hormone swings and helping with estrogen, also with black cohosh for hormone, traditional hormone balancing support. And DIM, which is from our cruciferous vegetables to help with healthy estrogen detoxification, as well as calcium deglucurate. And from hops extract, I can never say the name, it's APN, prenylnaringenin um, is in there also, which promotes estrogen detoxification because there's estrogen dominant symptoms. We want to clear out estrogen safely from our body, as well as rosemary, resveratrol, grapeseed extract, and green tea extract. All uh, resveratrol, grapeseed extract, and green tea extract also are in Mighty Maca Plus, but additional here for additional antioxidant antioxidant support. So it's um, a good balance of, of ingredients to help with, you know, to help with these symptoms, PMS, perimenopause. Hormonal or bipolar? Well, okay, on that note, oh yeah, I'll tell you, uh, I had a patient who came to me, a young patient, 16, from Puerto Rico, and she sent me this testimonial for um, uh, doing exactly the, the tips I've mentioned above with the supplementation. And she said, I used to miss a, a week of school a month, and I was scheduled for surgery for endometriosis and a large ovarian cyst diagnosed by ultrasound. She said, my mom brought me to Dr. Quebec, and in three months, I couldn't tell my period was coming. Ultrasound came back negative, and I continued to do what she says, which was really simple, actually. I stopped dairy and diet sodas and began my pure menstrual support, now Zenful. And as a bonus, my skin is so much better, too. So I love that. And she graduated top of her class and is in college. So um, it's so important for our young girls. The same time, puberty, pubertal fluctuations and swings in hormones and perimenopausal fluctuations and swings in hormones, as well as to support a menstrual cycle. Again, we want to do everything to clear our body from toxic hormones and any endocrine disruptors and really be careful what we're putting into or onto our body. And those are just some, those are just some to, you know, those are just some uh, additional, additional support and things that can help. So and let me just end this with a few tips for you guys out there. So when uh, your sweetheart's having hormonal swings and, you know, she's uh, feeling off or, or whatever, the, the more support that you can give, especially during this time, the better. And getting us, you know, the right, the right attention and care we need too, certainly. But a few tips for you guys. Here we go. Number one, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Number two, be extra nice, helpful, and supportive. Number three, you know, make a hot bath for us. Add in some essential oils, rose petals, something sweet, you know. And, and number four, cook up an alkalinizing bone broth and yummy keto green meal. That will help, you know, that's so good. Number uh, five, serve us breakfast in bed. Bring coffee to bed, you know. There are so many nice treats you can do. Always say foreplay starts in the morning. And number six, take the kids out for a run, wear yourselves out, all your efforts will be appreciated, I promise. <laughs> so those are a few tips for you guys. Those are some things that you can do. And again, just having that support and, and working through things together. But women, mostly I want to tell you, you don't have to power through. There's no 
uh, award you get for being a martyr during menopause or sacrificing yourself or emptying out, you know, doing so much for others that there's nothing left to give. Been there. I've done that too. You don't have to. Take care of yourself. It is critically important. The, you know, uh, the self-care, self-love you give yourself will make a difference for you and your family. And you'll see those around you light up when you walk into the room. You'll have better relationships and more connection um, to yourself and others than, than ever. So all of this leads to that higher, most powerful, elevated energetic state with high levels of oxytocin so that we can give more when, you know, at, at longer for the rest of our lives, so we can enjoy the people we love, that we can be here at times, no matter what we faced in our past, no matter what tragedy has come our way. No, you know, uh, all of us have faced something. Our hearts have been broken, right? But despite all of that, we can show up and live out the many purposes that we've been, um, that we have in our life. And then we can have fun and joy doing it. It's not a sacrifice. It's no need to sacrifice. So these little, these changes, these daily habits, these, this change in um, focus or uh, um, you know, the, the change that we make to the things that we say to ourselves you know, are probably some of the most powerful. So with that, be kind to yourself. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being in my community. And join me where you can have video small group interaction with me in the Girlfriend Doctor Club. And be sure to share this podcast with anyone you know that you think will help. I appreciate it. Be sure to tag me. And thank you for being in my girlfriend community here at the Girlfriend Doctor. Till next time, it's Dr. Anna Kabeka.